This is NL Newsday with Jeff Andreas. Good afternoon. It's Wednesday, September the 8th. The time right now is approaching 3.37. Thanks for tuning in to NL Newsday. Now, of course, yesterday's big news in British Columbia was a few more details surrounding how that BC vaccine status card is going to be working. And, of course, you're going to be needing that starting on Monday to access... The vast majority of non-essential businesses, you're going to need at least one dose of a COVID-19 vaccine. And then starting October 24th, you will need to have your double dose in order to get in to a lot of those services. So for a little bit more on maybe how the accommodation sector might work and maybe a little bit of insight into the restaurant as well. Please to welcome to the program, Vice President and General Manager Delta Hotels, Brian Pilbeam. Brian, how are you doing this afternoon? Hey, I'm well, Jeff. Thank you. Hey, really appreciate the time. So just from the hotel perspective, right off the top, does this BC vaccine status card really do much for you guys? Because I don't think anyone needs to show their proof of vaccine to get a hotel room, right? Yeah, no, that's right. Uh, I mean, and for us, uh, you're right. You you can check into the hotel. Do not to show a proof of vaccine at this time. Um, So we will certainly uh, work uh, in that way. It's a little bit more complicated once you're on site because we do have an on-site licensed restaurant that is not applicable to them. So there's a line that needs to be drawn. Um, I think for the most part, hotels around the province, as I understand, are are typically all following that. Although I know there are some exceptions already, uh, some resorts which are requiring people to be vaccinated to, to actually check in. So we may start to see that as businesses continue to move forward. But at this point, I think overwhelming majority shows uh, uh, no need at this point to show a vaccination. Yeah, I mean, you're going to be in a room by yourself. It's going to be cleaned when you before you get there, after you leave. I yep. mean, I don't really see a need uh, to be fully vaccinated to enter those types of settings. So that makes a whole lot of sense and should keep things, I would hope, somewhat simple. But you mentioned the restaurant, and I guess, you know, Cordo is, is stationed right in the, the main floor there of, of Delta Hotels in downtown Kamloops. Uh, I mean, there's probably still more questions and answers about exactly how this is going to work. I mean, it seems pretty straightforward. Someone comes in, they have their QR code, you scan it to make sure they're fully vaxxed, you check their ID to make sure the QR code that they presented is actually the one that they have attached to their name. That seems pretty straightforward. But then, you know, what happens if there's ever an issue? I'm still confused, and I imagine you don't have any answers to that either. Yeah, unfortunately for us both, uh, you know, in the hotel uh, uh, that I'm in and, and, you know, the BC Hotel Association, as we work through it, um, which I'm also involved in, uh, you know, we're, we're working through this with government uh, basically at the same pace that, that both media and, and, and the public's working with. So, uh, you know, as we speak, I'm on the, the government website as well and looking through what uh, is applicable and what isn't. And, uh, you know, to use an example that you gave at our hotel, uh, you can certainly check into the hotel at the temporary residence, go to your room and, and use the space. Um uh, use the facilities at the space. At one point, we were concerned you wouldn't be able to use things like the fitness room and pool, but my understanding is you can now. So okay. it's fairly straightforward there. Uh, where it does uh, become a little bit more difficult is you're allowed to go into our lobby and get a, a sandwich and a coffee from the takeout, which we have, uh, and that's just beside our restaurant, Cordo. So if you do want to come in and sit down and have a drink or, or food at Cordo, you do know to show proof uh, of, of your, your vaccination passport. So, um, you know, it, it's not uh, that difficult. Uh, I think, you know, that it's an extra step. We're used to extra steps here. Um, you know, there'll be hiccups along the way, I'm sure. But hopefully, you know, we've had overwhelmingly positive um, 
cooperation from the public thus far, I think, for things like mask wearing and, and, and other sort of ways of following COVID protocols. And, and there have been a few exceptions, but we hope that that continues. Yeah, and, and you know, one thing I think that might be a bit of an advantage, you can correct me if I'm wrong on this, but you guys as a hotelier do have security on site. Not every restaurant's necessarily got security staff in them. I mean, you hope you never have to use them, but is that something you might see as, as you know, a, a, a useful tool for you if, if indeed that were need to be necessary? Yeah, I guess truly we'll just see how it goes. You know, they're there as a last resort, I think, and mostly for preventative in any way. So hopefully that that's not the case here, right? But, um, um, yeah, I think we'll just leave it at that. I think, yeah, yeah, yeah. hope not to and, and hope that everything uh, follows. The, the rules are there. Uh, you know, it's not something that we can affect or change. We have to follow them as well and hope that people understand that. Absolutely. Um, I guess that kind of covers what's going on vaccine status card-wise in terms of, of of you know the restaurant sector was specific to Cordo anyway and, and what's going on yeah. at the hotel i was a little bit surprised to hear that you wouldn't need that, that vaccine status card to access the fitness center or to access the pool because that's something that you know and if you're going to say the tournament capital center i understand you're going to have to you know show your vaccine status card to enter those facilities but i guess because you're 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 private and um you know you, you're not going to have someone sitting outside the fitness center checking status cards i mean it doesn't really feel realistic i suppose Correct. Yeah, nowhere it's unmanned. Our understanding is with hotels that it's not. And if we were open to the public, then absolutely we'd be, you know, like the restaurant, we would be, um, you know, we'd have to follow the same rules as everybody else. Um, we'll follow what the rules are put in front of us. It's just making sure that we understand them. And, and so at this point, yeah, it is our understanding because it is only to hotel guests to use those space. We aren't selling any uh, pool chairs or, or fitness passes to, to the public that um, uh, it would be only for our guests and therefore fall under the same rules as, as what they follow when they, they uh, get a room from us. Fair enough. Brian, while I have you, i just curious to know how the, how's the accommodation sector in general been? I mean, how has the Delta Hotel been in terms of influx of, of visitors here over the course of the summer and, and more recently, I guess, now that we've seen some of the wildfire issues kind of tame themselves of course we're not out of the woods just yet but you know we haven't really talked much about it in the news for the last couple of weeks which is definitely a good thing um but you know have you seen sort of the the benefit of of a a quieting down of that or did the fire even really have a a big impact on your your guest services well i think it's a good good, but complicated question jeff because it has been a busy summer for july and, and august um you know, not uh, probably a little bit more than average for for overall in the city, but you know we're typically very busy as a as a as a city uh, in general during the summer months. You know, we started off when when uh, things were opening up in late June. I mean, our phones, you know, you just couldn't answer them fast enough for things like groups and conferences and, and reservations in general and stuff booking through you know the different channels that we have. Things were looking very very busy through the summer and the fall, and, and people were excited to get going again. Of course, then the fires hit. And slowly that leisure travel, the tourists, if you will, that, that, that comes to Kamloops and passes through Kamloops started to slow down, but mm-hmm. we saw the need for rooms from evacuees and, and emergency right. management. Um, so that was the big shift, I think, that we saw through it all. And at the same time, you know, we, it was well well communicated, uh, I think, everywhere that it was difficult, not impossible, which was often communicated, but difficult to find a room for, for extended periods, um, which were required. But you know, overall, the, the city was, was, was fairly busy, I think, as it relates to hotel guest rooms. And you know, we're still seeing that in September. We see you know, we've got business travel that's happening now. People, you know, business is going on despite the restrictions. And so we, you know, we are seeing a, a, a pretty healthy, I guess, demand for, for rooms now. Um, the conference business, obviously, with, with being restricted to mm-hmm. 50, has, has all but canceled or shrunk. Uh, and so that's uh, sort of been pushed back a little bit further. People's weddings have had to be adjusted, all those different pieces, which are unfortunate results of, 
of the restrictions that are in play. Yeah. Um, our restaurant has been very busy. Cordo's enjoyed great success, and we're very grateful to the local market for, for the support that it's been given. So that, uh, that, that's been very positive. So we'll have to see. You know, this really is a week-by-week, day-by-day piece. Um, you know, what was typically with travel to us, we aren't seeing. You know, we didn't see big numbers from Rocky Mountaineers. They get going. But it was picked up by some of the other segments, which we alluded to, which, you know, quite frankly was... Uh, unfortunate on the heels of, of the wildfires that were there. But as it's cooling down, literally and, and figuratively, I think, um, you know, we're seeing some of that, that uh, uptick on rooms uh, starting to step away. But, you know, there'll be other groups that do come to town, whether we start to see sports teams eventually, um, you know, the news in the media about a movie, a movie that's in town or shortly coming, mm-hmm. uh, different smaller groups that are there. So, um, you know, it, it, it's okay, I guess I would say. It sort of ticks along at this point, but... Uh, it's very vulnerable to to the restrictions that are put in place and, and what's happening in the world. Yeah, that's a nice breakdown of what uh, sort of the summer trends have looked like and the ebbs and flows that you've had to go through over the course of the last, you know, two and a half months here. Uh, curious, because you did bring up banquet halls and or banquets and, and weddings. Um, you know, that's obviously something you, you offer at Delta and I'm sure is a big part of your business. Uh, you you kind of mentioned it's basically had to be put on hold and there's kind of really no way to look and, and try to reschedule and reorganize some of these events until we know when restrictions are going to be lifted. Did, right? I mean, it's it's uh, day by day, I suppose. Yeah, well, it, it, this has been going on now for 18, 19, 20 months. I really do feel for people who've tried to organize you know, their weddings or reunions or um, celebrations of life. I mean, all these different things have been really impacted and, and special events by it. So uh, it is, you know, organized events uh, now uh, uh, under 50, um, uh, 50s to max. Mm-hmm. And, um, uh, you know, I know that I know, you know, the government, as my understanding, is trying to get to, you know, the point where we can have larger crowds again, but we're just not there yet. And, you know, it's probably going to be another six to eight weeks minimum, and and then we'll just see where things go in the next uh, period of time. So uh, they are happening. They're on a much smaller scale. We're doing our best to make those events as special as we can for people who do want to continue with it. But a lot of of, of times, you know, our our weddings and, and different events like that have just been pushed back, pushed back, and either people have found a different way to either get married or they just held off until they know for sure what they can do. And so uh, it's really um, a mixed bag, I think, of things in terms of what people have chosen to do. Yeah, it's definitely frustrating for those trying to plan these events, but I'm sure you've been as accommodating as possible throughout the process. So uh, that's always good to hear. Brian, I think that's pretty much all for now I'd have had on my plate. So as always, really appreciate you taking the time to join the program here this afternoon. Uh, very, very insightful in my opinion, and hopefully everyone else felt the same way. And we'll, we'll chat again soon, I'm sure. Yeah, you bet. My, my pleasure, Jeff. Thanks so much. And thanks for your continued uh, coverage on, on all of these things. Uh, we really do appreciate it as well. Anytime. There's Brian Pillbeam, the general manager and vice president Delta Hotels uh, for Kamloops. Again, Brian Pillbeam, my thanks to Brian for taking the time to join the program here and provide that nice little overview of just how things are going when it comes to the reaction to the vaccine status card, along with you know how the accommodation sector in general has been dealing with these past two and a half months. I mean, we got the restrictions lifted as we were heading into the month of July. Everything looked like it was nice and rosy, and then the heat dome shows up, and we start to have fires, and that impacts the ability of people to travel and you know we had the the advice from government officials saying hey don't travel to the interior and wildfire affected areas that had people changing their plans and then they were trying to get that influx of evacuees into some hotel rooms as well i mean it's just been a a real whirlwind of the last couple of months hasn't it here in the kamloops area throughout the interior really overall um and and now we're dealing with this vaccine status card stuff. So it's a never-ending process. It's a never-ending story, and, and we'll continue to follow as things change and break, and hopefully we get back to some sense of normalcy in the not-too-distant future. Thanks again to Brian Pilbeam for joining the show here this afternoon.